Welcome everyone to an overtime edition of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Ronnie, and we're taking a look at game two of the NBA Finals just wrapped up in Denver. Ronnie, first reaction to this game. Well, I expected the Heat to take the series, right? So I'm I'm happy they finally won one at well at the Nuggets Stadium. Yep. But yeah, yeah the Nuggets, I mean one. that yeah. They they haven't lost one in what, like since March? So yeah. It's just, so it's, that, going into this game, yeah, that, that was the the big story. Is the Nuggets are undefeated at home this entire playoff series? They haven't lost the game at home since March. So, and by the way, it's June. <laughs> it is June. Yeah, so That's insane. they certainly had their work cut out for them. And you know, if they want to win the series, they have to win one game in Denver. Yep, that's now, what I said last time. Court shifts to them. Yeah, so they have the ability to to win this series. So. Uh, yeah, it's a couple of changes from from what we saw in Game 1. Tyler Hero still not available. I guess that's not a change. But Kevin Love was inserted into the starting lineup today instead of, was it Gabe Vincent that they replaced? or No, Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin instead. Okay. Caleb Martin's dealing with an illness, but Kevin Love, who has missed the last few games, was was back from injury. And I just love watching Kevin Love play. He plays the game yep. so level-headed, calm, cool, and collected, and just uh, lethal with his passes. You know, we saw Jokic do this in game one where just everything was pinpoint accuracy. I feel like that's Kevin Love. He only had one assist this game, but he had a lot of passes that were then passed on. Not a great shooting night for Kevin Love, but just having him in the lineup, even from the defensive side, I I just think is is really, really good. And uh, I was glad to see him on the court and yeah. get some productive minutes out of him. It also helps the Heat get their rotation down or up to eight people, nine people, I should say, and mm-hmm. uh, give give everybody a little a little extra rest. Yeah, Kevin Love's a championship player, right? You know, he won it with the Cavaliers or LeBron and uh, right. our Kyrie Irving, you know? So, yeah, he he deserves to still be on the floor. He still has it along He's with, uh, what's his name? Who's Kyle Lowry, too, you know? It's like Kyle those Lowry, two together, yeah. right? I like yeah. them still. It's the oldest couple in uh, the NBA. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. Uh, we, we saw in game one things that we know we talked about where we needed to improve. You know, the Heat only had two three throws in game one. They certainly uh, got to the three throw line in this game. And Nikolai Jokic just dominated every aspect of the game. They needed to do something to slow him down, whether it box him out so he doesn't get the rebounds or, or cover him so he can't dish all night with the assists. And that's the path that they took. He had a very low number of assists. I think he only had four assists in this game. Yeah, four assists. He scored 41 points, so they didn't stop him there. Uh, he had five turnovers as well, so they really changed the way that they were guarding Nikolai Jokic. And I don't know if that made the difference in the game. It certainly helped in that sense, but it was yeah. it was good to see them make some adjustments to that. The first quarter, Miami started off really, really hot. They were up by 11 at points in that first quarter. And I uh, thought they were going to cruise to an easy victory. Not the case. The second quarter, Denver comes just storming back. They end up taking the lead by 15 at one point in that yeah. at halftime. They had a lead. It wasn't a huge lead. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know if you do. I think they were up by no, seven I, at halftime. That's Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right around Isabel, there. Yep, you got it. Yeah, it was close. You know, multiple multiple scores, but nothing nothing really telling. Third quarter, pretty close as well. But the fourth quarter is where Miami really turned it on. They uh, they outscored the, the the Nuggets by 11 in this quarter. They went on like a 12-0 run at one point as well. They stretched the lead up to 12. That's a big and, thing, yeah. Yeah, it was a 10-0 run. Yeah. 
Intended no run, yeah, okay. And they they had with two and a half minutes left. It looks like they were going to cruise away, but Jamal Murray, man, oh man, he can hit those shots when he needs to, and he hit yeah. several threes in that fourth quarter to just make this game super duper close. It ends up being a hundred and eleven to one hundred eight. Denver losing to Miami, so the series is now tied one to one. And Jamal Murray had a good look as time expired at a three point shot to potentially force it to overtime. He missed it, but it was it was close. I was <laughs> Yeah. They're they're talking about that. Like what, what, would you have taken a timeout? Because I I mean, I don't know. I mean if, when I'm a coach and again, like coaches make the game like they, they actually help people win, right? Or do they? Like if, if he would have called a timeout, do you think that would have helped at all and they would have set up a, a better play and a better shot and maybe they got Gotten a three-pointer in? I think it would have been tough, right? With the time, and then you mm-hmm. turn, you change it to a half-court game. They had the full court to work with coming up after that, the bucket from from Miami. I feel like that was the right call in this scenario because yeah. he did. He juked Butler. Butler was on him, and and Butler yep. over overcommitted, and he was able to take a. I mean. I, uh, watching this replay, Don't it's very. Jimmy Butler was not yeah. playing very well this game. Right. Obviously, they're going to shoot a three. So when Jamal Murray starts to drive towards the lane, Butler committing to that, knowing that they need three points, I didn't understand why he yep. why he responded that way. Then Jamal Murray yeah. takes a step back, creates that distance, and shoots, and darn near yeah. went in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was really close. Yeah, if I I don't. It's it's hard to say now that what you've seen it and you kind of have like the perspective like, oh, they should have called a timeout, yeah. right? But in that situation, in the moment, I don't think I would have called a timeout. I think I would have let the same thing happen too. But the only thing though is that Jokic didn't get a touch on that play too. So if you would have called a timeout, then you probably would have inbounded it to him, you know, drawn up a play where he got open to actually give him the ball and then like let him work his magic. But again, I don't know if that would make a difference either. The, I he, mean, that would have been played, what Jokic getting the ball and dishing it to Murray, who had the hot mm-hmm. hand, right? So right, Murray that, had, yeah, I, I see the, what you're saying. Yeah, the Heat played solid defense, though. I mean, even though Butler, he kind of like went in and everything, it was still like he, he did contest a shot, so that was good. The other yeah. thing that I noticed, though, was Vincent rebounded. He boxed out and he rebounded because um, there was another player for the Nuggets that was going for the rebound. They are going for the tip-in, but Vincent ended up getting it just to, you know, lock it in and... You know, not do one of those other games that we've seen in the past where they rebound and tip it in for to get it close, even though it had only been it two points, matter. but it could yeah. have, could have been a foul too as well, and then you know tied it up. Absolutely, yeah. So we talked about fouls at the start of this. You know, Miami only had two three throws in the first game. They get to the line twenty times today. They go eighteen through twenty. The Nuggets are nineteen through twenty two, nineteen for twenty two from the three throw line as well. So both teams they were in the penalty early in the fourth quarter. Lots lots of three throws uh going on in the fourth quarter there. Uh, you know, I mentioned Jimmy Butler Butler struggling, continuing the struggle. He shot seven for nineteen today, twenty one points. Of those twenty one points, eight of them came in the fourth quarter. So he was just quiet through yeah. most of this game again after struggling in game one. And it's it's got to be frustrating if you're a Heat fan knowing what this guy's capable of. But then I was just thinking, may, is this is this Jimmy Butler? And when we see those explosive games, that's that's the uh, the extraordinary or the the extraordinary, I should say. It's ordinary Jimmy Butler. Just this this Jimmy points. Butler. This is this is regular yeah. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, this you might you might have a point there. Yeah, I mean, 
it is kind of weird that he wasn't the leading scorer. You'd think he would be the leading scorer, but instead it was uh, Gabe Vincent. Gabe Vincent with 23 points, you know, so. Bam with 21, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, very kind of interesting about that, you know. How about, uh, I wanted to talk about Duncan Robinson, though, how he do, you know. I mean, he, in the fourth quarter, he scored 10 points, um, four out of five field goals, two out of three three-pointers. He didn't take any shots until the fourth quarter. And remember the previous game, he I think he had like three points, right? Yeah, he's tr- so, he was one of those Heat players that could not make a shot in game yeah. one. Yeah, so he really stepped up. And uh, I mean, even though it's only 10 points, it's 10 points at the right time in the fourth quarter to, to you know, shut Absolutely. this game that, down. You know, and that, lock it that up. is what kind of put them over the top in the fourth quarter, right? He was the leading scorer of the fourth quarter for the Miami Heat. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, Jokic had 10 points in the fourth quarter as well. He definitely earned his playing time today. The, yeah. the stat that jumped out to me most was Kevin Love. He played only 22 minutes, 10 rebounds in those 22 minutes. Yeah. Led leading rebounder for the Miami Heat compared to, you know, Bam Adebayo who had almost twice as many minutes with only yeah, nine rebounds. Yeah. He he just was on the boards and that's what you get from Kevin Love. You're going to get just like I said common collected play. So it was good to see yeah. him playing and it well, was I good guess to when see you a have Miami two Heat two guys. Yeah, when you have two big guys on the floor, you're going to split the rebounds instead of just having Bam collecting all the rebounds. Yeah. That's my guess there. Possibly, uh, you, yeah. You mentioned Jokic. He scored 40 points, over 40 points. I found this stat, and it says the Nuggets are winless in the playoffs when Jokic scores 40 points or more. They're oh, 0-3 so far. Yeah, so oh, he needs okay. to pass the ball and rebound and you know do his thing, and he needs to get his team involved rather than you know try to win it himself. And that's what we saw... With- the Suns' strategy at one point was, you know, let Jokic score as many points as possible, but don't let him get anyone else involved. Now, this yeah. game was close, but that that's an interesting strategy. I, I don't know if it'll yeah. work long term because, you know, Jamal Murray gets hot. Aaron Gordon gets hot. Mike, you have so many players on this team that could get hot and, and beat you, but I do think it's smart to take away something from Jokic. Yeah. And, and the assists, probably the easiest of those, especially with with uh, Kevin Love able to play and you're able to have Bam be on Jokic a little bit more specifically and have Kevin Love kind of help in with the double team when he's down in the paint, which which was working wonders in that first half. Yeah, yep, exactly. Uh, last thing I had too was Jamal Murray and the game twos in the playoffs. So he was averaging 29 points a game, but this game uh, he only got 18 points. So that was a, I don't know what Miami did different with him this whole game, you know, but yeah, they, they kind of, Reduced his points too. Yeah, a little bit. The, the defense, the defense definitely. They definitely shored up the defense, and they were getting some shots to land. Which you know, the the best defense is a solid offense. Is that the saying? No, it's opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when you're scoring points, you put the pressure on their offense, and they were scoring points tonight. So game three shifts back to Miami, or not shifts to Miami for the first time. I should say, it's tied up one at one. First game. Back in Miami, who do you think is going to win this game, game three, Ronnie? Do we have any alert on uh, Hero? Is he going to be back for game three like we, we read before? Uh, yeah, maybe. I thought he would be back this game. He has not been cleared for game activity yet. He's been cleared yeah. for basketball activity. So uh, maybe. Let's let's say yes. Okay, so one of their starters was sick, and they might get Tyler Hero back, and they won at home at the Nuggets. So I think they're going to take game three. I, I agree with you for those exact reasons. Kevin Love looked good. You get Tyler Hero back. That's great. Do you want to see Udonis Haslam check in to the game? Either Heck game yeah. three, game four, 
or or is there a time where you think okay let's let's have him check in but you can't have him check in in a close game but if it's a blowout one way or the other do you do you send him out onto the court does he want to go out onto the court i mean if he could play heck yeah he's so he's at 42 years old he's the yeah. second oldest <laughs> player to play in the nba finals right behind robert parish robert parish was 43 Udonis well he hasn't uh, checked 42. in he hasn't he has zero minutes yet so far this yeah. final. So he hasn't played in this NBA finals. But yeah, yeah, I would love to see him just for Miami. Even even if it's a lopsided one way or the other, I think it would be nice to honor him with, you know, getting onto the court and, yeah. and getting into the books for that. So but yeah, like, I, I'm excited to see minutes, if that happens. You know? Yeah. Not just like, you know, you're beating oh, the team by like 20 minutes, points and then like you put him in for the last two minutes. I don't want to see that. I want to see him like actually do some work. I, I, he's not going to do some work. You don't need him to do work. You have better players to do that. He's, he's, if he goes in, he's it's going to be team. garbage time. Yeah, he's, he's on the team. He's, he's good enough to play against other play NBA basketball. players. Hey, you're on the team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this overtime edition. Check out Game 3 of the NBA Finals. We'll have another episode right after that. And we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. Yep, thanks, guys.